Yeah, baby. Studio 54 coming at you, Sirius XM. This is Cinnamon with Thanks to You, a birthday boy podcast. Okay. (laughs) There's no lyrics? I guess not. All right. Oh. Yeah. Thinking about you. Oh, rainy, rainy. Rainy day, rainy Saturday. About three in the afternoon. Uh, this is the first time I've left the house. By the way, I, I, I now wear like an old man's cap. Like my grandpa used to wear. You know what I'm talking about? Like a, like a fucking one of them, one of them caps. I don't know what I don't know what you call it. It's just it's just a it's a fucking cap. You know what I'm talking about. Like old guys and like hipsters wear them and I uh, first of all, anytime I would go to a store that sold these things, I would say, "Yeah, no, it's not going to happen because I I don't there's not one that fits my head." My massive dome um uh, and and the other thing was just like I, I'm just you know I can't I can't pull it off in a hipstery kind of way. It's just gonna make me look like an old man. But at the time, you know, I was in my twenties, thirties. Like, eh, I'm I'm just not ready for this yet. And now I'm I'm I am an old man. I'm very very old, incredibly old. One foot in the grave, <laughs> and so I, yeah. So now I have. It's just, and it's also nice because, like, my hair is just out of control. <clears throat> I was going to make an appointment with the barber yesterday for Friday, and A, I was just too tired. B, the last two times I went, I asked the guy to cut. So I, I, I still have, like, the ponytail pulled back. It's now, it's more, more like a man bun these days. But it's pulled back, and um, the hair... It, it started as like a mohawk, a faux hawk, whatever you want to call it. And now there's hair like, it, it, so, it, so it pulls back. So in the middle, it's just kind of like, you know, it's pulled back. And then I keep it short on the sides and the back and all that stuff. Well, the last two times there's like little, these little like wispy cow licky things that were growing up. It's, it's almost like weeds, you know, at the, or, or the tall grass at the edge of the lawn, like by the sidewalk that... The lawnmower can't get to it, so you take the weed whacker and, and trim it down, right? It's like that, except I've asked the guy on numerous occasions, like, hey, can you cut this part? And he comes up with this dumb thing, like, every time, like, no, I I, I don't, I, I can trim it a little bit, but I don't want to, I don't know where the, I don't know where the ponytail begins and the regular hair ends, and I don't want to, I'm like, well, but isn't that your job? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to, like, isn't that the whole reason that we're here right now is for you to know where my hair can safely be cut without ruining it. That is, that is exactly why I am here and not, you know, standing in front of my bathroom mirror trying to do it myself. But now I'm at a point where I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy some newspapers and lay them down on the bathroom floor and stand in front of the mirror and try to do it myself because I'm not going to keep going back and getting a haircut that I don't like. That's just, it, it, it almost looks like devil's horns on the side of my, my hair 
you know, down the middle that's pulled back, you look on the side, it looks like I'm growing horns. Horns, I say. Not so much devil horns, almost more like Sesame Street Muppet horns. You know, the, the two-headed monster, almost more like that. <laughs> I'm not cool enough to pull off devil's horns. It, would, it can only be like Muppet Sesame Street. Jesus. Uh, once again, as always, I said, hey, you know, it's slightly raining. Why don't I just run to the store? And, of course, I leave, and as soon as I do is when the torrential downpours start happening. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, another Saturday where I should be at the apartment, and I should be pu- putting things in boxes. If, if not bringing them out to the car, at the very least, putting them in boxes. I think I'm just going to order a bunch of moving boxes. Because I, I have a bunch of wardrobe boxes that are in the back of a storage unit. But to get to them is a whole, is a whole fucking day's work in itself. And I think if I just purchase a bunch of moving boxes, that's going to be the thing. Like to just bring them over there and just like, okay, start boxing shit up. And that way, even if I don't bring it back... I, I think that's the problem is I keep thinking, oh, I need to swing by the apartment and just grab some shit and put it in the car and bring it over to the house. And yeah, that's good. That's that's some progress. But it 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 makes it so that I don't do anything. Cuz I just think like what am I going to bring over? I'm going to put it in the car and bring it back to the house and then what? And then it's just going to make a mess in the house. Rather than like why don't I just box it up? Clean out one room in the apartment and then use that room to put all the boxes of stuff. And that way, between now and August 20th, and I believe it's today's May 20th, it's exactly three, we have exactly 90 days until I will finally, finally be done with that goddamn apartment. And on August 20th, it will have been eight years and two weeks or something like that. I don't know, I, 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 think, the, I think the lease started on August 4th or 5th or 6th of 2015. Ah, that is fucking crazy, man. Uh, anyway. So, what the hell was I talking about? God damn it, I have no idea what I was talking about. Absolutely no fucking idea what I was talking about before this. Ah, you stupid idiot. Well, whatever. Let's, let's move on. Because the thing I do want to talk about is uh, sprinklers, and the fact that I think I think sprinklers. That, you know how when they're in, like in the summer when there's a drought and they have like the water bans in effect and you can't water your lawn or you can only water it on even days if you're on this side of the road or if you have an even house number you can water on even days or something like that. They have these little stupid silly things. I think that we should have just a rule that if your house number is an even number, then you should not water on even days or odd days. But if your house is an odd number, you should not water your lawn on even days or odd days. That that would be my rule that I would come up with to say, uh, oh yeah, I was originally talking about the old man hat. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm running to the taffy store and I've got the old man's hat. Oh, the haircut thing. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I'm just, I just don't want to go back to the barber. Back in December, the same guy gave me like maybe the best haircut I've ever had in my life. And then I went in January and the haircut was not so good. 
And then I waited two months and I went back in March and was like, beg, like, can you just cut these cowlicky pieces that are just standing up out of nowhere? Like, and he gave me this fucking runaround bullshit. Like, I can't do it because I don't want to chop off the wrong hairs. I'm like, but you're a barber. You should know. I'm telling you which hairs to chop off. But it's hard to tell where those stop and where the others begin. Like, well, I guess that's a... Uh, I'd like to say it's a you problem, but then it becomes a me problem if you just lob off, off all my hair. So I think my six months of going to a barber have now come to an end because I'm just going to... Just like everything in life, just fucking do it yourself. Just do it yourself because nobody else can fucking do it. And they, and not enough people care enough to be able to... Like, if, if that were me, I would say, tell me exactly what you want me to do. And I'm going to do what I think, and I'm going to be very careful, and we'll keep going until we get it right. That would be me. But that's just, uh, not just, I I guess I have the old man's hat for a reason, because I sound like an old man when I say, like, yeah, people just aren't interested in doing, like, the best. Some people are interested in doing the best that they possibly can. Others are happy to just be like, I can't do that. Like, if some, I've never said that. Like, I can't do... If, if I'm hired to do a certain job, I'll say, yeah, let me figure it out. And if I have a problem, we'll, we'll work through it. Anyway, that's just me. That's just me. Um, so, enough about the haircut. So, I, so, it's nice I can put this old guy, old-timey cap on my head and, uh, and go out of the house with my hair looking like shit, which is great. That's uh, that's what you want. You want to be able to leave your house with your hair looking like shit, but be able to have a hat that works in your favor so that it doesn't matter what your hair looks like. So I'm headed to the taffy store. And yeah, I, I mentioned that it's raining and I mentioned the sprinkler thing because it's it's sprinkler season, right? Like the last couple of months have been, or the last month, last few weeks, last month, whatever, uh, yeah, you start to see more and more sprinklers and people watering their lawn and mowing their lawn and all that. And that's great. Um, and the neighbors across the street who are very much of the, of the baby boomer generation, uh, they've got all kinds of sprinkler systems set up, you know, and it's all over the, in the, in the bushes, all along the driveway, all along the front, like everywhere. They have the whole system of sprinklers and I'll come out in the morning and I'll hear that and I'll sometimes I can see where it is sometimes it's it's hidden so far back in the bushes that I don't even see the water but I can hear it and uh, and usually when the kids when I leave the house uh, to take the kids to school and we look out at the lawn across the street and I say wow that's well if nothing else the driveway and the sidewalk are really getting the the nice watering that they need uh, to thrive in these in these arid conditions, <laughs> these arid New England conditions. So I, I guess I just never really thought about it because living in an apartment, there's no sprinklers. Nobody's watering the lawns at the apartment. It's either you know, it's it's just grass. They they have a they have a whole service that goes around and mowing and you know really keeping the landscaping up, which is nice. But as far as like actual sprinkler, I've never seen a sprinkler once in my life in the eight years that I've been in that apartment uh, on that property. I've never seen anybody using a sprinkler or a hose or anything like that. Um, and, and it's the damnedest thing. The grass still grows. 
without a sprinkler. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that nutty? The grass still grows without a sprinkler. And it's also, it, it's, it, it takes on this uh, green grass-like color without having sprinklers all over the place. Isn't that weird? My across the street neighbors and, and most of the half of the neighbors in the neighborhood must have that weird grass that doesn't grow uh, from just natural conditions. And you have to have gallons and hundreds of gallons of water poured onto it every fucking day. So that's, uh, I, I, and it just, it just makes me like, I gotta just, I gotta get over it. Cause I'm going to be just angry all summer long, but what else is new? But I look at it and it makes me fucking ill. It makes me sick. Like I want to, like they should be, I honestly, like it should be illegal. You know, it's like, what, what has it been like nine, 10 years since Flint, Michigan had, uh, dr- dr- clean water in their pipes. And we're sitting here just spraying it all over the fucking grass. And today is a rainy day. And I just said to the, I just looked out the window. I said, would you look at that? It's the damnedest thing. By some miracle, our lawn is just as green and looks exactly the same as their lawn. But yet I have, I have sprinkled it zero times. And the amount of times that I'm going to put a sprinkler out in any garden or hedges or bushes or lawn, it's going to be zero. It's going to be zero. Um, but you know, it's, and, and, and the kids, I, I feel bad because then the, then the kids get mad by extension of me. And I say to them, like, listen, 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 there it's, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just the only asshole who doesn't run a whole system of fucking garden hoses and sprinklers out to his grass that sits underneath a sky that, <laughs> that is oftentimes, uh, dropping free water down on the earth. It's like, oh man, how do all those, uh, how do all those fields in the middle of nowhere just stay green and fresh? And I, I, oh, right. Yeah. It's from that natural water source that just falls from the sky. It's the goddamnedest thing. I got to take a drink. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, sitting at the old ATM, quite, quite the line today for the ATM. Let's see. One, two, three, four. There's f- at least five cars in front of me. Uh, well, whatever I got, what do, what do I have going on? That's so great that I need to get going in a hurry. <clears throat> All right. We're moving up, moving up already. So yeah. So I, 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 I look at the, <laughs> I just look at, and it's not just them. It's so many of the neighbors and I've been on walks or, you know, riding scooters around with the kids or whatever, or just driving, you know, through the neighborhood. And it's just, there's just put, like it's sidewalks. Our neighborhood has a sidewalk a system of sidewalks. And half of these sidewalks are unwalkable because they're covered in fucking waters, puddles everywhere. Cause these stupid fuck faces put their fucking sprinklers out and half of the water goes in the lawn and the other half goes on the sidewalk and the half that goes in the lawn is like okay so that little like two foot patch at the end of the driveway will be nice and green congratulations i'm sitting at the bank i'm looking at the grass i'll bet you i'll bet you nobody takes a hose out to this grass it is just as green and lush as any patch of grass i've seen anywhere else um, so it, it just makes me, it makes me crazy. Like the amount of water that these people put into their fucking bushes, but it makes sense too, because the first time that I met these guys 
and another another guy from around the corner was out with his wife and she and oh this is so and so and he has the he's got the best lawn in the neighborhood and i just kind of looked at everybody i'm like okay oh my god oh 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 right you were <laughs> i forgot you guys are like 30 years older than me you care about that shit i got gotcha, you got gotcha, you got gotcha. you okay yes oh good congratulations on the great lawn that you have um or maybe it's not like i said maybe it's not a generational thing maybe i just don't give a f- like maybe i've just seen enough lawns that haven't been sprinkled that i say to myself yeah that's a waste of water that's a waste of money it's a waste of resources it's a waste of time and uh yeah and look i get it there are there are reason you know uh, the farmers watering their crops yeah of course i get it uh you know, I, I I say a golf course because otherwise you're nobody's gonna want to golf at your golf course. But it's also like, ugh, do we do we fucking have enough? Like those golf. I'm I'm telling you, before I die, there's you know how you look and you can go and find like articles with like, you know, the 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 fifty creepiest abandoned malls in the country because nobody goes to the mall anymore and it's just. You know, now there's just like the super duper malls is what's left because everything else is back to being just a strip mall. And I think that's I think that in 30 years from now, those are going to be the the articles or whatever it is that we read. It's going to be like the the 50 uh, creepiest abandoned golf courses because no, I don't know. Are people like lining up to pay for golf memberships anymore? I don't know. Like, I think it would be kind of cool, but more than anything, it would be nice to just have a, a place to go to have, like, a nice pool to swim in. Um, yeah, but anyway, you know, I get it. If it's your business and you got to have a manicured, landscaped thing, I, I suppose. But also, I'm okay, I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything. But um, I just know that, like, as far as, like, the residential thing, like, it's just... To me, it's just insane. You got this tiny patch of grass that all of like maybe ten other people see. And what are you doing? Are you sitting out? Are you staring out the window at your own lawn every day? No. So like, just fucking relax. And yeah, if the if you've got like crabgrass and you, the lawn starts dying, or you you've got a new house and it's just dirt, and you have to plant, you know, you get to get the sod and the seeds and the soil, all the bullshit, you know, put put the new grass in. Yeah, of course that needs to be watered. Um, more uh, than just waiting for rain to happen but like these guys had a lovely look have a lovely looking lawn nice uh, bushes <laughs> that's a lovely bush you have ma'am <laughs> do you water it daily uh <laughs> um but like it's so it's so fucking unnecessary it's so unnecessary the amount of watering that these people do on their lawn like, I don't know, I remember being a kid and my mom would put the sprinkler out in the middle of the grass and it would be that that sort of one that just goes back and forth, has the big sort of arch of water. Still seems like a lot because it would just be going back and forth for what seemed like hours at a time. And every once in a while, my parents, over the summer, we'd all go to bed and they'd forget that the the hose was on and that, so the, the sprinkler would be on all night. Oh my God. And I, I, yeah, it's just, 
I know we got like oceans of water and it falls from the sky. So I don't know, but it seems, it just seems like maybe, maybe it's a little bit much to be putting water out on your grass. That's going to get watered by this fucking rain anyways. Like, but what about a drought? Like, well, in a drought, you're not allowed to water your lawn anyway. So what, so what? It's, it's, it's going to come back. I'm sorry. You might have to, you know, if there's a really bad drought and things dry up and you might have to look at like yellowish looking grass or, or brownish grass. Like, sorry. I know it sucks, but I don't know. Am I crazy? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm a fucking lunatic, but I just, I, to me, it's like, seems it's the dumbest thing on the planet. And I, <laughs> I, I just, I look at my lawn and I see the exact same color, the exact same thickness, the exact same everything as the lawn across the street. And the only difference is that I have not once and will not once take the sprinkler outside, but I don't know. And then you got like, clearly the people who lived in the house before me had, looks like they had some kind of underground sprinkler thing. Cause I just, I think I just chopped up the I think I just chopped up one of the sprinkler heads that was peeking out of the ground with the lawnmower a couple of weeks ago, um, which is fine. It was it's it's just as useful chopped up as it is in fully functioning because I'm not going to use it either way. Um, but anyway, it's uh, just it just seems silly. It just seems so fucking wasteful. Uh, anyway. Yeah, good old Saturday. I'm oh, I'm next in line. I'm next in line for the ATM. This is exciting news. This is exciting stuff, and uh, I can't wait to see. Look at this. These people have to like. These people have to get like a fuck. <laughs> oh, they have to get like a. <laughs> they have to get an extension ladder to like climb out of their car to reach the ATM. It's so poorly positioned. It makes me laugh. Everybody, almost everybody has to at least open their door. Sometimes I've just seen people just completely pull up and just get out of their car and just stand at the ATM. Some people will stand. It's, it's just, it's, it's wacky. It's wacky stuff. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I I forgot what I was going to say. I don't even know. Celtics lost last night. 0-2, home games, first two games of the, of this series at home, and, uh, and now the fucking Miami Heat are two games away from moving on to the, to the fucking NBA Finals, (laughs) uh, we have a chance to have Lakers Celtics, and we're gonna get fucking Nuggets Heat, I, something tells me, I hope I'm wrong, it's probably gonna be Lakers Heat, but, you know what, I think, uh, I think the Celtics, if anybody could come back, it's, it could be the Celtics. Uh, we'll see. All right, had to pause the fun there for a second. Boy, this, they're all, all the employees are leaving the, the credit union. This, I think it's, I mean, that's, that's good. Uh, I think the latest that my credit union was ever open was like one o'clock on a Saturday. These guys are open all the way. I mean, it's almost a full, a full day open till three on Saturdays. I, I suppose that's good. I, I guess people are utilizing their services until three in the afternoon, but yeah, they're just, just now leaving. Oh man. I do not miss working on Saturdays in the, uh, 
in the retail world. Oh, man. Everybody should do it, though. Everybody should have to work at least... Everybody should have to work, like, one year in retail. Just one full year in retail. Or, yeah, or food service or something that where you have to deal um, every second with the, the general public. Uh, I've been doing that for a long... Well, I don't have to work with the... It's been a long time. 2008 was the last time I had to do any... Uh, to February 1st, 2008 was the last time I ever had to use a uh, cash register. Oh, man. I just... <laughs> I had started a, a, my first office job at a bank, and um, I kept my books, my Barnes & Noble job, I thought, oh, I'll stick around. I'll work some, you know, once once or twice, you know, like a Friday or a Saturday. I'll do a little here and there. And then I would I would leave work and then go to have my shift and be done at like 11 o'clock. <laughs> and I, after a couple weeks of that, after like a month of that, I said, yeah, you know what? I, I talked to my good buddy. The D train, Dave, who was the manager of the department I worked in, and I said, "Yeah," I said, "After today, I'm like, yeah, you can take me off the schedule. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm officially retiring after the shift from the uh, from the from the nine to five, or from the from the opposite of nine to five, from the five to eleven. <laughs> oh man." I can't remember the last time it rained. I feel like all of April, I mean, we really we really did have April showers, and now we do have May flowers. I've got a whole fucking yard full of flowers, and I don't... I, I look at some of them, and I think, like, those look like weeds to me. I just want to, you know, some of it just looks like tall grass, but then I look, and it's like, well, there's, like, purple and different colors. Like, are those flowers? And then I was joking with the wife. I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna just turn the entire front lawn into, into pavement. It's just gonna be one driveway with like a little, a little fountain in the middle with some grass around it, and that's gonna be it. That'll be it for the grass. <laughs> it's it's 15 minutes from start to finish. I I, I ran out. Uh, I mean, I could I could go like, you know, if I if I had a meeting that ended at 10:30, and then a meeting that started at 11, I could." I could go out and mow the lawn and come back in and take a shower and be on time for the next meeting, which is just amazing because I'm, I'm thinking of all the childhood lawns that I mowed and how fucking, I mean, if my, my, the house I grew up in was, uh, I think on a good day, if I didn't have to, if, if the lawnmower didn't get like, uh, you know, clumped up with grass or if I didn't have to bag it, if it was just like go out and mow and you don't have to, you can, the lawn, there's full tank of gas, the grass isn't thick, so you're not going to get, it's not going to get clogged up, uh, maybe an hour, maybe on a good day, but usually it was closer to 90 minutes to two hours to do all of that. And then my grandparents' lawn was the same thing, and they, they had even more grass. And then in October, you couldn't even see the grass because it was just the whole yard was filled with leaves. Filled with fucking leaves. You, oh my God. I just had to get a tarp. 
and just rake the leaves under the tarp and then carry the luckily they had a big uh park you know woods behind them and so i could you know take it all back there and just dump the leaves but oh my gosh what an what a fucking effort that was and the last the last two years that i mowed their lawn before i said listen i'm sorry you got to get like a service or a neighborhood kid or some something that's not me uh the last two years that I did that, I was in school full time and working like 30 hours a week and then somehow still having to find time to, to go and mow my grandparents' lawn. Oh, man. Yep, 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 yep. So I still, I just, I still hate mowing lawns because I did so, it's just takes me back to being a kid and how much I just wanted to not be doing fucking something all the time. And, uh, I'm just, I'm very happy because as, as much as I think like, ah, oh, it'd be so nice to have just a huge backyard, big swimming pool, lots of room to have, you know, dogs and kids running around and all that stuff. And then I think, ugh. and then, and then all those extra hours every week having to be spent mowing and, you know, and then the worst is when you have the lawn that's like, uh, at the end, my, my dad had a tractor and would just ride around on the tractor mowing the lawn, which is great. Um, but yeah, you have these lawns that are like, eh, it's like kind of, it would seem sort of ridiculous. It's, it's too much for push mowing. It takes up too much time to do the push mower, but it's also like a little, seems a little excessive to have a, to have a riding mower, to have a tractor. And that's, uh, yeah. So I'm, so I'm happy that I have a lawn that's like, yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. A tractor would be a complete waste of money and time. Uh, and a push mower is perfect. 15 minutes in and out. Boom, bam. I went, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday night this week. I finished work at like 7.30. And it was getting dark. And I said, no, I can still mow the lawn before it gets dark. And I did, yeah, I was, I was done. You know, I, need, I needed to get the weed whacker out there. But, um, you know, whatever. But then I watch, yeah, again, I just watched this guy across the street. His, his lawn's not that much bigger than mine. And I, look, he's considerably older. So yeah, he's got the tractor out there. Good for him. Uh, that's, that's the right way to go. That's the smart move for him to have a tractor. But I don't know, man, the amount of time that some of these, uh, but also like I, like I've said, I think on a previous podcast, I have, I have shit that's like, uh, you know, I've got TV and video games and all kinds of, I can, I can occupy my time with all kinds of shit. And these guys are like, they're not playing video games. We're the first generation. That's like, our kids don't have to ask us for video games because we're just buying them for ourselves anyways. So they're going to have like, I, I share, uh, the steam account that I've had for several years. I, I basically gave it to my oldest and said, yeah, you can just use it when we got them gaming laptops but now we share it because I, I, I use the account to have games on my Steam Deck. And uh, and half the time I'll just come in and be like, hey, uh, if you're interested, I got the new uh, whatever. I got the new Star Wars game. <laughs> Go check it out if you want or not. And the, the funny thing is most of the games, they don't. my kids don't give a shit. Like my youngest has uh, Animal Jam. And they have like these VR games, uh, Bone Lab and Bone Works that they play, and 
they still, on occasion, they still even play Minecraft or they'll play Splatoon on their Switch or Animal Crossing. And pretty much those games are like, that's uh, Skyrim. Yeah, they, play, they love Skyrim uh, and a few others. But, but mostly they don't, like, they're not into the stuff that, you know, I'll be like, hey, you know, I got Elden Ring. You want to play Elden? Nah. I'm like, okay. Uh, I got, oh, that's not true. My oldest has, uh, they, they also love GTA, uh, the GTA 5, and my oldest loves Red Dead 2. So, yeah, the, the, those Rockstar games are, are popular, but, yeah, I'll buy games that are like, hey, I got, uh. I don't know. Yeah, I got the new Star Wars game. I got the new this. I got that. And, then, and yeah, that's cool. Uh, maybe I'll check it out. I don't really care. Like, okay. Like, it's 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 just funny. So yeah, uh, there's a certain cutoff where I think I've said this before. Gardening for a certain for like the the, the baby boomers and the older Gen X and anybody older than that, like guard, you know. <laughs> We're sitting, we, you know, oh, shit, copper. <laughs> yeah, hello, hello, officer. Just doing a podcast, hands-free podcast, except for the phone that I'm holding. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's like the kids, you know, they'll have like Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing and there's like Farm Simulator and uh, Power Wash Simulator, all these all these video games that you can pay money to buy that simulates manual labor. <laughs> it's like, oh, the generations are all pretty much the same. It's just that uh, some are going to sit on the couch or lie in bed simulating on a video game the manual labor that people of a certain age are outside in their actual gardens. You know, they're actually power washing their house or they're actually <laughs> chopping down, uh, you know, overgrown bushes and uh, and, and branches and trees and mowing and, you know, all that stuff. So it's all the same. It's all the same. But I, I, I just, man, oh man, the fucking, the, the excessive lawn watering that, that I see just in the, just in the short month that it's been lawn watering season. It's like, oh my God, how many fucking gallons of water have just been pissed away? watering your fucking drive the end of your driveway and your sidewalk and your patio like dude you could can't couldn't you at least set it up in a way like if i ever you know the multitude of times that i would have to you know set up a sprinkler or move a sprinkler you know help my parents uh, like okay this this patch of grass has gotten enough water let's move the sprinkler out to over here and i would make sure like okay i want to make sure that none of this is hitting the driveway I want to make sure that none of this is hitting the, the patio, the front sidewalk, the porch, the road, whatever, the car. I want all grass, all garden, all, you know, things that n- need this water. Ugh. And there's just so much of that not happening <laughs> in the live free or die state. Yeah, well, fine, whatever. And now here we are. Look at this. The entire week's worth of water has already fallen probably several times over just on this Saturday afternoon. Okay. But yeah, keep keep sprinkling them blades of grass, baby. All right. My mouth is... I'm, I'm, 
I'm almost to the taffy store to get my taffy, my limoncello, and my uh, what's the one? The strawberry margarita, and then the Massachusetts sunrise, which is like a citrusy kind of thing. And uh, yeah, uh, we watched on Disney Plus. We watched this documentary called Howard. Because I, I saw somewhere online that they're taking it off Disney+. Plus. It's a fucking... It's a Disney documentary about Disney movies. And Howard Ashman, who um, basically was like one of the handful of people responsible for revitalizing Disney animation. You know, Disney f- m- m- motion picture animation animated motion pictures, whatever you call it, you know, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, this guy Ashman wrote the lyrics, he wrote all of those iconic songs, um, and along with Howard Mencken, who, who of course, you know, composed, and, uh, and it's about him, you know, making all of those, like, basically simultaneously, while at the same time dying of AIDS, in the early 90s, he died in 1991, um, which I feel like 1990, 1991, 92, that was when, like, 93, 94, I feel like pre-1995 was just, like, the gay, the the gay male community was almost, not, not even hyperbole, like, wiped off the map from AIDS, and it's, like, it's just an important documentary. It's important for the history of Disney, the history of motion pictures and music and the history of the gay community and, and the AIDS epidemic. It's like, to me, it's just an unbelievably important film and they're, yeah, they're getting rid of it on Disney plus right before pride month. Okay. All right. (laughs) Whatever. Oh man. Look at the puddle in this parking lot. Jeez Louise. I guess I will be parking in a different spot than I'm used to to avoid walking across this swampy-ass parking lot. Uh, But anyways, it's really good. Check it out while it's still there. I think it's going to be gone within a week or so. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'm going to go in and get my taffy. Um, Yeah, that's a really good good thing to watch. What else? We we watched... uh, the 2013 Evil Dead movie with, uh, uh, what's her name? Jane, I can't, Jane, uh, Jane something. Forgot her name. Anyway, that was good too. All right, I'm going to go get my taffy. All right, I got my taffy. Good to go. And I'm headed home now. I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Block and crown, Axel. So, oh, okay. So it's like, this was played at Studio 54. All right. If you say so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fucking love this song. All right, all right. Let's go. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here, Axel F. Um, oh, yeah, another thing that we just watched. I, I made my poor wife suffer through it. 
uh, like, she, she just cannot stand Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) And I, like, I'm, I don't know if I would say that I'm, I'm not the world's biggest fan of Sylvester Stallone, but I mean, I fucking love the Rocky movies. Love, I fucking love the Rocky movies since I was a little kid. And I loved Cliffhanger, and I loved uh, Demolition Man, and uh, let's see, I, that's it. Um, and I've told you that I I started I watched like the first episode I think of that Tulsa King, and it's very dumb, but you know whatever. I'm, I may finish it, I may not. Who knows? Uh, but what they now have on Paramount Plus is they have a fucking they have a, it's called like, what the hell is it called? Like meet the Stallones or some ridiculous thing like that. Meet, I don't know. It's a, it's a reality show. Like Sylvester Stallone and his, his three daughters and his wife. And, uh, and the first episode is like, he's, he's out, you know, they're out getting pizza and it's uh, like Frank Stallone's there and like Dolph Lundgren is hanging out with him. Al Pacino just shows up out of nowhere. And I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Sylvester Stallone. I think he just reminds me of like, I don't know. He, he reminds me of a lot of like dads that I grew up with, I guess. Just sort of an amalgam of, uh, you know, a number of like, you know, from that generation, you know, the guys, he's like, I think he's like exactly my dad's age. And there's, you know, not certainly not in the way he talks or anything like that. You know, my my dad sounds nothing like Sylvester Stallone, um, but it just just there's something there that just reminds me of of just like '80s and '90s dads. It's hard to you know, it's it's like especially just like that kind of Italian thing. Like, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Like, just sort of cheesy dad jokes and you know, breaking balls, and I, I, I don't know, he's, he's breaking balls, Tony, uh, hey, D, I was just breaking balls, I, there's, there's part of me that wants to go back and watch The Sopranos again, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but anyway, uh, okay, let's move along now, um, so this, this Sylvester Stallone reality show, and, and also, of course, I just, I love listening to Sylvester Stallone talk because it's just, who the hell else talks like that? He, at this point, he sounds worse than Rocky. That, that, you realize like the accent that was kind of sort of a put on in those Rocky movies is now just like, that's just how he sounds. Hey, yo, you guys do it. These kids take me out to birthday today. Hey, it's Al Pacino. They're making home movies of me. That's what he said. Al Pacino shows up uh, in this little like cafe pizza place that they're eating out on the out on the sidewalk. You know, it looks like uh, you know Tony and uh, Tony and Polly and Silvio and Christopher. You know, out having a sit down. Uh, hey, we gotta have a sit down tea. And that's what it looks like with you know Sly Stallone and Frank and Dolph and. <laughs> Pacino just it's just like it's a reality show and Al Pacino just shows up uh and Al Pacino clearly has like I I I think you don't see much of Al Pacino a little bit and 
uh, I, I think based on his reaction, he's like, what are we, you know, what, what are you, oh, what are we shooting? I can't do Al Pacino. Uh, what are we shooting here? I can't, whoa, what the fuck? I can't do, I can't do Al Pacino, but, um, uh, oh, fuck, this is the road. Hey, <laughs> hey. Um, ooh, made it. Uh, so, so. I don't, I don't even know if Sylvester Stallone told Al Pacino, like, yeah, we're making a reality series. Uh, I think he just said, hey, yo, hey, yo Al, let's come have some pizzas. We're going to have a pizza. <laughs> okay, I'll be there. I'll be there in an hour and a half. I don't know. Because it seems like he's, you know, he's like, what are, are we, where, where are we supposed to shoot? What are we doing? And it's like, what's going on here? Hey, Sly, what's going on here? Ah, whoa! He just shows up doing that. No. Uh, I, I'm joking. Um, anyway. So you can, and Stallone is just like, hey, they're, they're making, they're making whole movies of me. They're making movies of me. You know, make a whole movie. And it's just like the old guys sitting there not knowing how to use their cell phones and they, yeah, I'll show you how so you take a selfie, and then you you know, you but you're more more you're more high tech than me. You're talking about emails and texts. I don't know what any of that stuff is, and it's just you know the just the classic like seventy eighty something year old dads who don't know how to do anything, except in this case they're all like multi millionaires, many times over I'm sure, uh, and then and then. So they have the birthday dinner. And and you know what? I got to say, I miss the old days of reality TV. Because, and I'm talking about like late 90s, early 2000s, where it just, it really did look, you know, he's talking about, hey, they're making home movies of me. These, the, the like early days of reality television pretty much did look like uh, reality TV shows. Or, or, or did pretty much did look like home movies, you know? They weren't. They weren't. You know, it wasn't very like slick production values. Obviously, low budget. It was pretty much just you know, probably a skeleton crew, some camera guys, and you know, a producer. You know, some other folks on on the scene, make sure it all uh, went the way it was supposed to do, and 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 not much else. And these ones now, it's like they're just too like cinematic, and they've got like can't you know? They're using like they're using cinema techniques and there's, you know, crane shots and, you know, tracking shots and, you know, dollying and all this stuff. And it's like, ah, I, I'm, you're, you're taking me out of the, there's, there's zero element of realism in any of these quote unquote reality shows anymore. And I'm sure in order to get Sylvester Stallone to agree to be on a reality show was a, I'm sure several fucking Brinks trucks full of money. And B, you know, this isn't, this isn't going to look uh, low rent, you know, guy. We're gonna, you're going to make whole movies of me. I want it to look like a movie. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I got a reputation to maintain. You gotta, we're going to have Dolph Lundgren and we're going to have, uh, you know, like, like, Paulie's going to be the, oh, I don't know. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, what's his name? Bert, Bert something. The guy who plays Paulie from the Rocky movies who looked like he was 80 years old back in the late 70s. And he's like, I don't even know if the guy's 80 years old today. He's just looked like an old man for the last 50 years. Um, so, 
So anyway, it's just and 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 clearly the show is. You you don't have to look too much into the show to realize like ah yeah okay I don't I don't know that Sylvester Stallone was like itching to do a reality show. I think I'm sure there were some people with the last name of Stallone itching to do a reality show, but none of none of them were named Sylvester. If I were to if I were to take a guess, if I were to put on the old Sherlock Holmes cap, I think we can get to the bottom of who the who was the one who wanted the the reality show. You know, you, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. But uh, but but it's brilliant because it's like okay if. If somebody's really a fan of Sylvester Stallone, like you might get the dudes tuning in to like, oh, there's Al Pacino and, and Dolph Lundgren and all, that. and and for the uh, and for the other folks, it's like, oh, what is uh, what are Sylvester Stallone's, uh, you know, what are his kids doing, what are his daughters up to, and it's it's you know, and you realize, okay, this is this is more about like the daughter's antics and hijinks, and he's you know he's along for the ride. So he's going to appear in most of it, but he's 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 the main subject, but also he's not, you know. It's clever stuff because uh, you see the preview for the season, and it's like, oh, the daughters are making a TV. They got some some pilot greenlit or some movie or something, you know, this that. Uh, okay, I get it. I get it. Um, but in this first episode. They have Sylvester Stallone's birthday party. He's turning 76. He's exactly my dad's age, which is, it's just crazy to me. Just that, like, all of, all of the, I I mentioned all of the dads from my childhood, and they're all in their 70s now. And, uh, or even 80s. And that, whoa. And considering I, that three of my four grandparents didn't even make it to their 80s, it's a little... I don't know. It's it's a little it's a little jarring to me. Just like what what is happening? I know that's that's how that's how it works. You you don't get younger as you get older. You get older as you get older. That's like something John Madden would say. You know the thing about scoring points is that the more points you score, the more points you're gonna have, and the team with the most points scored at the end of the game is gonna be the team that wins the game. Boom. Tough acting, ten acting. They're ducking. Bratwurst. <laughs> Speaking of fucking bratwurst, have you seen Sylvester Stallone's hands? Have you seen his fingers? You seen the mitts on this guy? Like he's not the biggest dude. He's not like a super tall guy. I don't know that he's much taller than me. And uh, but his hands—they're ginormous. It's like it, it, it's like. If they just said like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna give this uh, this this baby's about to be born. Should we just give him regular fingers like everybody else? No, give him like uh, the Polish sausage or the kielbasa fingers. Give him the fucking hot dog fingers from everywhere all at once, everything at once, uh, except thicker. So yeah, kielbasa. Give him the kielbasa fingers. <laughs> Old Brathand Stallone." Uh anyway. Yeah, he's got some he's got some fucking mitts on him, that guy. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, so it's his birthday, he's 76. 
and he goes out, he's going out, they have a dinner, and it's the wife and the daughters and some friends, and Finn, and Dolph Lundgren's there, and which it just, it does, it tickles me that Stallone and Lundgren, of all things, have been best of friends for 35 years, almost 40 years, whatever it is, uh, and also just the fact that Dolph Lundgren is like, you know, he's a scientist and like PhD and all this shit. It's crazy stuff, man. Crazy, crazy shit. Um, but, oh, oh, and by the way, and you're listening to these daughters, you know, they do the talking head stuff and the kids are talking about, you know, what it was like growing up, Sylvester Stallone's kids and what, what it was like and all this stuff. And he's talking about like, he's like, oh yeah, there's the... And they all the daughters have names that start with an S, like Sylvester. Well, it, none of the daughters are named Sylvester, but you know what I mean. They, uh, one of them is like Sistine, and I don't even remember Sydney, Samantha. I, I can't remember. I just remember Sistine. One of their names is Sistine, and uh, and they're talking. He's like, yeah. This- yeah, she was uh, she was just a sweet little quiet, you know, it's very very sweet and very sensitive. And it's like, "Oh, that's nice. He he appreciates how his daughter was just like a a sweet sensitive kid." And he's like, "You know, so I had to toughen her up." And I'm like, "What?" So, you know, I would I would hide in the room, I put on scary mask and jump out and scare her so that she would be tough. <laughs> like, "Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That generation thought that things that were are traumatic were the things that you did to make your kids tough. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so he's talking about, and then the, and then the daughters are like, they're like, yeah, like he would basically, the Rocky movies was more or less real life because he would get us up every day at five o'clock and we'd have to do push ups and we'd have to do like, we'd have to run and we'd have to race against each other and we have to do all this stuff. And then, at, and then at seven o'clock, we were done with all our morning exercises and it was time for breakfast. And he would give us a, you know, he would just put like the raw eggs into a glass and he would make us drink the eggs just like Rocky. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like an insane man. And it's like bordering on child abuse. And then you hear the one kid's like, yeah, I would, I would drink my glass of eggs. And then like, half the time like uh, uh, one time I threw up because it was so disgusting and then uh and then dad just brought me a new batch of eggs to swallow like oh my god oh my god and then everybody's like laughing like ha 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 yes so fun so fun but that's like a that that, but again that generation like I'm sure I, I don't know did Sylvester Stallone grow up dirt poor i maybe i think so i I would assume so um and yeah like my dad grew up dirt poor dirt fucking poor just no just fucking full-on poverty and uh and so when we were kids like what you know it was uh, I, i it was like whatever you put on the plate you got to eat it every fucking bit of it. And, uh, if you don't, well, then you can just sit at the kitchen table all night or the dining room table all night. I remember, I mean, like my best friend could not eat oatmeal. Like he couldn't stomach the taste of oatmeal. He thought it was just repulsive and he slept over one time and my dad made him eat oatmeal. And we were all like, dad, he doesn't like oatmeal. Like give him, 
He's like, well, I made oatmeal, and that's what we're having. He's like, ah, and and my and and and, and Double J's sitting there like, I I I'm really like I'm gonna be sick, like this. And, he, and my dad's like, oh come on, oh stop, eat your oatmeal. And then Double J ran upstairs to the bathroom and fucking yacked all over the place. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I guess yeah. There's yeah, there's there's a lot of similarities, I suppose. But anyway. Um, my dad didn't do any of this traumatic uh, fucking dressing up in Halloween masks and jumping out and scaring the living piss out of me. That was the shit that I was doing to my little cousins when I would put them in a, a giant garbage barrel in the oh in the basement and then talk and then turn on all the lights and pretend that we were running upstairs and then we would all sit on the stairs just dying of laughter listening to my four year old cousin screaming bloody murder inside the garbage can with the lid sealed shut and we'd put a fucking uh, brick or something on top of the lid so he couldn't get out and tell him that the witch next door was coming like we like sorry we have to like we don't want the witch to get us so we told her we would leave her food and you're the food and we would put him in the in the garbage can and then listen to him scream um you know I guess I guess I did that shitty stuff but I was but I was a kid that's the difference. I was not much older than my cousin. I was like 10, 9, 10, 8, 9, 10, whatever. <clears throat> Tormenting my poor cousin. And and this this is like these kids talking about Sylvester Stallone, who would have been like in his 40s, uh, you know, tormenting his children to toughen them up, you know, scaring the shit out of them, putting on these horrible, hideous Halloween masks and jumping out of the fucking closet and just like, you know, just torturing them and uh, anyway, and so to get back, you know, and, and, and all of this stuff is just seen as like, oh, he's just, yep, that's our dad. He's such a prankster, classic pranks. And so to get back at the dad, the, I guess it's the oldest daughter or the middle, I don't know which one's which, um, at the birthday dinner says, oh, we're going to make a cake for dad and we're going to put little like babies and stuff on it. And we're going to pretend that I'm pregnant. Uh, from my boyfriend who dad doesn't really approve of and which is like it's a it's a shitty joke you know every year on april fool's day you see on social media like people just saying like hey could you just not do like the fake pregnancy jokes like there's a lot of people trying to get pregnant who can't or who had miscarriages or who you know for whatever reason it's maybe it's maybe just a little insensitive it's not the worst thing in the world but like could you maybe not do the fake pregnancies? Cause there's people out there, there's people out there who are like legitimately having all kinds of difficulty trying to get pregnant. And it's like, it kind of, you know, it's kind of a slap in the face. And so naturally Sylvester Stallone's kids who are just, just as self-aware as he is, <laughs> they say the daughter's like, ah, oh, I'm going to do a fake pregnancy. So they go to this dinner and they have the cake uh, and there's little baby toys on the cake, and the Stallone's like, "What's this? What's going on? Why is this a cake with the babies? What's this?" And they're like, "It's a boy, Dad. It's a boy." Like, "What are you, are you serious? What are you talking about? Are you, it's fucking. You serious? You had a baby? What are you, are you pregnant?" And uh, it's also weird because Frank Stallone sounds nothing like Sylvester Stallone, like. You'd think that these guys would at least kind of sound similar, but Frank Stallone's like, like, what are you? Are you pregnant? (laughs) 
And Sylvester Stallone's like, hey, you, uh, you, you, you pray this? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, and then and then everybody's like, ha ha, gotcha! Just kidding, we got you. We pranked you. And he's like, yeah, oh, it's good. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my family, a bunch of bricks. Um, and then it's, you know, and then it's cuts to like the talking head of the daughter saying like, yeah, the first time I was about to kiss a boy, I had uh, so-and-so from my class came over and we were on the couch and he was leaning in to kiss me and I was so excited and butterflies and my heart was jumping and skipping beats and it was like, so, oh my God, finally I'm going to kiss a boy. And then he just, and then the boy just stopped because he looked out the window and he could see up on the balcony. It was just the silhouette of my dad standing out on the balcony staring. And then he got nervous and he got up and he left and he left the house and I never saw him again. Which I'm sure is like, there's some, I'm sure there's some truth to that. But anyway, uh, that's like, oh, that's a good, a good, healthy family. Good, good, healthy family with good relationships and a, a dad who trusts his kids enough to, you know, let them, I mean, by the way, his kids are like, I don't know, they're around 30, maybe in their early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. And he's talking about like, hey, you don't bring them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna approve of your boyfriends. You bring, a, you let me pick your boyfriend. And then I'll tell you if you be your boyfriend. And it's like, dude, they're not eleven. They're you know they're fucking adults. They're they've been adults for quite some time at this point. And you're still talking about like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking uh, I'm gonna choose the I'm gonna choose your your husband and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you who you can date and you gotta get my approval and I was like, what the. F- what world is this? There's, I mean, it's a reality show about an entire family who is so fucking far away from anything that resembles reality that it's, uh, you know. But my, I, I'm going to just be watching it by myself, I think, because the wife just, just can't stand him. Can't stand to hear him talk. Can't stand any of the fucking, just any of it. And so I said, okay. I said, so I guess... I guess you won't be offended if I watch the rest of these episodes by myself. Nope, not at all. Like, all right. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else? We've been, yeah, and I told you we watched the uh, Mal- Malum. It's Malum or Malvum. Or, it's like the worst name of a movie that I've maybe ever seen because it's, it's such a fucking forgettable like I, I still like it Malcolm Malvum Malium Malum and uh and I I, I almost I want to watch that movie again I loved it so much it's so bad and I loved it I just I don't know I just I have a very particular thing that I look for in movies and I don't really actually know what it is but I just know it when I see it do you know what I mean it's kind of like the, you know, when that, that judge one time, you know, there was a case of like, is it, is it art or pornography? And the judge's verdict was, this is art. And like, well, how do you know? Because and he's like, listen, I know the difference. I can't, I can't uh, articulate the difference between art and pornography, but I know it when I see it. 
and that it was like yeah that I, that kind of makes sense I I think, um, and uh, and it's it's like I I I don't know what I want in a movie or a TV show. I just fucking know it when I see it. I mean, there are, there are some elements that'll, that'll go a long way with me. And, uh, like I said, uh, ultra rich people, New York city. That's, that's an easy win. (laughs) Um, and that's why succession is so high on my list. That's why, that's why mad men and succession are my two favorite, uh, non comedy shows. Although succession, you could, you could certainly make the case for succession being a comedy because my God, if you saw last week's episode with the guy getting the fucking wasabi in his eye and then cousin Greg trying to wash it out with, with, with Lacroix, Lacroix, whatever that's called, Lacroix, um, Lacroix, uh, lemon, lemon water. And then Tom, it's lemon, Greg, it's lemon. Why would you put lemon, Greg? That's my first. That's my first attempt at a Tom Wamsgans. I don't mind tooting my own horn. That was not so bad. That's probably the only thing I can say is Tom Wamsgans. No, it's no Greg. It's lemon, Greg. Ah, that wasn't so good. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, I can't believe there's only two episodes of Succession left. What? What is happening? We used to be a country, a proper country. With many seasons of succession ahead of us, and now, and now we have but, but two. I just, oh, I'm not ready. For, I'm not ready. I can't. Like, on the one hand, I can't wait for it to be Sunday night so I can watch the new Succession, and on the other hand, there's only two more times that I can say that: tomorrow night and next week. Uh, and it's 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 just ripping me apart. And yeah, like Billions is going to be back soon, but like, and I know I'll pick up Billions and I'll watch the first episode and be like, God damn it. This show sucks. Succession is just in a, in a whole different universe than fucking Billions. Um, and I'm going to get angry at Billions because it's going to be like every character on the show is going to make the same shitty, um, music references. Oh, look at that. A vineyard. I didn't know how close we live to a vineyard. Interesting. Um, anyway, billions are going to have the same characters, make the same stupid references uh, to the, you know, to music and movies, and all of the characters understand every reference that every character on that show makes, and it drives me crazy because it's like, ah, why nobody, nobody would get those references? They're so stupid. And they do it so frequently, too. It's just, like, stop doing that. But anyway, um, I feel like Billions is, like, the... I, I never really watched much of Entourage because it, it just seemed like such a douchey show. And I, I'd watch a little bit of it here and there. And eh, it was funny sometimes, I guess. I, I never watched... I don't think I ever watched a full episode. I would just... I think I would just turn it on, like, waiting for Sopranos or Curb Your Enthusiasm, or, or, you know, one of the shows that was actually good, waiting for one of those shows, and I would just, you know, just, like, all right, I'll just put on Entourage and watch the final five minutes while I just wait for the, wait for the show that I want to see to start, and it was just, I, I just, I was just sitting there and be like, God, are there, there really are this many douchebags in the world that love this show, um, 
and I know it was, I guess the show was like, was it ironic? Like it was, it was making fun of those kind of those, the same douchebags that liked the show. I think it was sort of making fun of them. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't, I don't care too much either. Um, and billions is kind of like that. Cause they're just like, they're such like just douchey characters. They're such like, they're such bros, you know, they're such like, I, I, it's hard to explain. Um, and in some ways billions is closer to real life. And then in other ways, succession is, it's, but succession is just such a fuck, uh, such a fucking far superior show. It's not even funny. Where does this road lead? Is this road going to come out somewhere? It's like a dirt road. Why did I go down this road? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a question I've asked myself many, many times throughout life. Why have I, why have I chosen this path? Why have I gone down this road? I was on the nice, smooth, paved road, and I could have just stayed there, and it would have been fine. And instead, I decided to go down this much more difficult, challenging road that I had absolutely no business going down, and there was no reason for me to go down it. Oh, God damn it! Where am I going? <laughs> oh, please come out at a road somewhere. Please. Oh, God. Okay. Whew. There. Here we go. Uh... Yeah, so anyway, it's, it's, oh yeah, okay, here we go. Broad Street, perfect. Came right out on the road that I had intended to come out on, and that's good. That's great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Billions is coming back, I guess, soon-ish, and, and that's good. That'll, that'll scratch my rich people, ultra-rich people in New York City, uh, itch, but it's just nothing, I, I can't imagine anything's going to replace Succession. Like, Mad Men was so good in a, in, a, in a class all by itself. Succession is so good in a class all by itself. And I'm sure there's, like, something will come along that will be, like, okay, this is, you know, in, in, in five or ten years, some show is going to come along that I just absolutely fall in love with, like, like I did with Sopranos and Deadwood and Mad Men and Succession, but I don't know. It's, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess I suppose that's about it. It's, it's Saturday. I'm not sure what I'm going to do on my Saturday night. Uh, but I just came back from the Taffy store, so I think I could probably take a guess. I could guess one of the activities <laughs> that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. And that's, and that's about it. That's about it. I've I've been progressing even further on uh, Breath of the Wild. As I mentioned, I play it once every 15 years. <laughs> and I'm trying to get through it cuz I want to play the new one. I'm I'm very curious to see the new one, but I don't want to touch the new one until I've till I've cleared the uh, the the old one. And uh I I I just felt like shit and I got in bed last night at around 6 or 7 or something and I was just lying in bed playing Zelda until about 9.30 and then came downstairs and watched, watched movies with the fam. Well, just that one movie, that Evil Dead movie. Anyway, uh, okay. I think it's time to wrap it up. The rain uh, continues to fall on the plane. I wonder if it, is it raining in Maine? 
does the rain in Maine fall mainly on the plane or is that just Spain? I don't know. <sighs> Ask me again. And I, it's enough. It's, it's enough. I, I'm an idiot. All right. So that's it, gang. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.